I am your host, Chloe Brown. If this is your first time listening, the Barnabas Speaks podcast is a podcast about encouragement, about empowerment, and about faith. And I would like to welcome you to the Barnabas Speaks and the Barnabas Project family. Thank you for listening. Thank you for considering uh, just to take a listen. And I pray that you get what you need from this podcast, from this episode. Uh, I want to thank everyone that has continued to support the podcast, everyone that has continued to, to share, to come back every week. I want to thank you. And I, I, I want to issue a challenge I, to my listeners, to my faithful listeners. Uh, if you are listening on iTunes podcast, what I would ask you to do is that you would, one, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, like it, and also I would ask that you would rate, rate us. Uh, what happens when you rate us? Why am I asking you to do this? When you rate us and when you like us and you subscribe, it moves us up. That makes us more visible so that more people can see the podcast. Now, if uh, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, if this podcast has been something that helped you, assisted you in your faith work, work has empowered you, has encouraged you, and you believe that others can benefit from that, that's why we're asking to do that. Now, we are not just on iTunes podcast. We are on Spotify. We are on we're on iHeartRadio. We are also on Google Play Podcasts. And so I want that is a result of your support and your blessings. And I thank thank and your your support and your continued listening. And I thank you. Now this is something that I don't normally do. But if you would like to be part of the the group of people or to, to assist in the financial support of the podcast, if you want to help the Barnabas Speaks Project, Barnabas Speaks and Barnabas Project to grow and to develop. I, I want to give you that opportunity. I, I've never done this before in the two to three years that we've been doing this. And so I want to, but I also feel led to give you an opportunity to support. So if you would like to support uh, in a, a financial way, you can do so by uh, planting a seed through or donating through uh, my cash app, which is the money sign, Cloyd Brown. And that goes into the, the different things that we do, the better equipment and improving things. Next year, we want to make this a a video uh, podcast as we come, as we get ready to go into January. And so that is what we're looking to do. If you would like to support, you can support me by, uh, if you'd like to support financially and seed into this or donate into this, you could do so by using cash app, the money sign, Cloyd Brown. And if you do not know how to spell Cloyd, it is C-L-O-Y-E-D. Brown, C-L-O-Y-E-D, Brown. I thank you in advance. Uh, you will not hear too many of those uh, public service announcements or uh, those. This uh, That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about doing ministry. But if you would like to support the ministry, if you would like to support the, the movement, I, I would ask that you do that. If you cannot support financially, I ask that you would share it. I ask that you would tell your friends and you tell your family about this podcast. So that way we can get uh, this word out there. Now, if you want to know more about the podcast, more about what Barnabas Speaks is, and what more about what the Barnabas Project is about and what we're trying to build it to be, uh, I'm going to be definitely more visible in talking about the Barnabas Project and the Barnabas Speaks via social media. And so if you want to know more about that, you can follow me on social media. You can also send me questions on social media. I ha- I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And all of my handles are the same, at Cloyd Brown. Well, of course, Facebook is just Cloyd Brown, but at Cloyd Brown, C-L-O-Y-E-D Brown, once again. So I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can definitely email me there. If you do not, or you can message me there, but if you are not a person who uh, 
who has social media, you can also email me at Cloyd, C-L-O-Y-E-D dot S dot Brown at gmail.com. And I will answer there. Just you can put in the, in the subject Barnabas Speaks. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you there. And so I want to thank everyone that's continued to support. Now, we're almost done with the announcements. This is the last episode of the year. Now, I have never taken an intentional break from the Barnabas Speak Project, uh, Barnabas Speaks podcast, rather. And I have not, I have not taken an intentional break. And in speaking, in speaking with my wife and taking on good counsel, I am taking a break. Um, and so the, the shortest that will be gone is from now until January 15th. And it may extend just depending, or I may have some other things in the works, but uh, at least from now to January 15th, uh, we will not be, or there will be no Barnabas Speaks podcast. We may do some reruns, if anything, but at this point, we're taking a break from the season. Uh, we've never done that. I've, I have not recorded, not posted because of inconsistency, but this is not one of those inconsistency things. This is a planned break. And... Um, uh, we're really trying to take Sabbath, really trying to take some rest, really spend some time with the family, but also to kind of regroup and to prepare for what the next season is going to be like. And so we've never really done see, did seasons in this two and a half to three years, but that's kind of what this is. And so we're taking that break and we're trying to come back with some new, some different things. I would like to have more voices on here, as you know, as we did close to the end of the year, we've had some different voices. We had the the host of two girls and god uh we've we've had uh kevin on here my brother and i definitely want to bring him back some more it's some different voices i want to have we've also did the with the the marriage month in august where i did that in conjunction with my wife uh, leticia leticia brown and so we are literally trying to do some different things like like i said previously looking about making this a video podcast and so it may not be live just yet uh, but we are, we'll be putting videos out there. So those will be on Facebook and Instagram at least. Not Instagram, but Facebook and YouTube at least. And so be looking for that as we get ready to go into the new season. But I want to stop wasting your time with all this talking about things that have nothing to do with the podcast. But I do want to continuously thank you for your support. Uh, for my dedicated listeners, those that continue to follow me and continue to to be here each week i'm i'm blessed and i'm grateful for you and so thank you this could not be done without you uh and so we do and so once again i do think that i would like if you're listening to shoot me an email shoot me a, a dm i would like to maybe start an email list so that way you can see some of the things that the barnabas project is seeking to do the, Bar- the barnabas speaks podcast is under the umbrella of the barnabas project and so i may do a recording just kind of ex- ex- explaining what what is the Barnabas Project? What is the hope of the Barnabas Project? And what we're trying to do, and so that way you kind of get an understanding of that, and so that may be something that I do and then post, and so just just keep that in mind, and that may be I would prefer it be something that people want to know and want to hear, and so I would prefer that quite possibly uh, that you let me know via email, via uh, social media, so that way I can add it to you, so that way it can go to, directly to the people that want to hear and want to support. So we're going to get started. So we are in the season of Advent. And for those who are new to this Christian world or this church world, uh, Advent is the season where we start be thinking about the, the Advent of Christ, the, the coming of Christ, uh, the birth of Christ. And so as we get ready to go into the the observation, uh, the, the celebration of the birth of Christ, that is the season of Advent. 
and most people that have Christian podcasts are probably talking about Advent. In fact, I want you to consider uh, definitely check, check out Two Girls in God. There, I know they're talking about the season of Advent. So, but that's not what God has led me to to be today. So, I was having a conversation with my wife the other day, and we were talking about just kind of balance, and and I wanted to talk about Christian balance uh, because oftentimes we talk balance is like a key word or a plug word and I think that while I believe that everyone should have balance I think that we do not want to use balance as a a crutch in our Christian walk uh, oftentimes we as people just people in general whether you man woman black white Hispanic uh, rich poor if you're a Christian or not even a Christian you wear a lot of hats some of you may be uh, mother, maybe parents. We'll say that parents, you're, you, you are, a worker. So you may be a supervisor. You may be a the the owner. You may be the the, the director. You may be that, and then you, uh, you could be a a spouse. You could be a confidant. You could be this this and that. We wear all these different hats, and we generally take them off and take. At this point, we take our hat, the the mom hat off, and we just want to be wife or we may take the uh, the the husband hat off and we just want to be dad or we we take off both hats and we just want to be a person we just want to be us uh and then then maybe when we go to work we, we're glad that we don't have to wear the mom or the the the, the dad hat or the, the husband or the wife hat and we don't have to do any of those things we and we just get to focus and we wear these different hats and i think oftentimes what we end up doing is believe that we can take take put on and put off our christian hat and I think that's what a lot of times what we do. Now, I'm, the, the other side of it is this is not condemning anyone that that believes that the life that they live is not offense to 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 Christ. And what I mean, I'm not talking about what we know is sin. I'm talking about, hey, maybe you like a certain kind of music, or hey, maybe you like uh, to 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 dance. Uh, some things that we may have gotten overly legalistic about that wasn't really against anything in the bible and so anything in, in the, the law or the 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 commandments that god has given us and so but i'm talking about the fact is that we cannot have a christian hat that we take off that is not now i can tell you for for a fact that that is not christ and i have a few scriptures that i want i want to go ahead and discuss and uh, i i think the the first one i want to use is going to be in First Corinthians, and it's going to be in First Corinthians, the ninth chapter, the twenty-seventh verse, and I'm reading from the King James, and it says, "But I keep under my body, and and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others." I may set I myself should be a castaway. What is happening here is that what Paul is speaking of in Corinthians is that he is always working one to be acceptable unto Christ, but also to be accept to, to make sure that he is moving himself away and 
beating up this this the, the flesh man, the 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 carnal man, because he's trying to be as Christ. He's trying to be Christ like. He's trying to be like Christ. That is what his goal is, and that's what all our goals should be. That that our attempt should to be like Christ. We are following Christ. Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ." When the, in the name that we call ourselves Christians, it means to be of Christ. We say that we have God living in us. We have the Holy Spirit living in us. And so our goal should always be to be like Christ. And the challenge with that is that if we're trying to be like Christ, we're trying to put Christ on, we're trying to live in Christ. It's not a hat that we can take off. This is not a, a this is not a balancing act. Now, now you may have to 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 consider and reckon what it is to be a Christian. What's accept? So you have you have what's overarchingly accepted uh, as a Christian, but then you have what is acceptable in your relationship with Christ. Example: There are certain things that are overarching that we know that is acceptable in a married relationship, right? And then there's this, what's acceptable in your your relationship with between you and your spouse. That's just, that's just what it is. We, 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 there's, there's some things like, hey, there's never a circumstance that we'll say that it's okay to physically hurt your spouse. We would even say that it's never okay to physically, mentally, emotionally, there should be no room for abuse. That's the overarching principle. Now, we'll go down and say that there are certain things inside a, a inside a relationship that may not, that, that may be different, there may be different requirements. So we, we understand, so, but there is something to say about us always seeking to be like Christ, never being able to take that hat off, never looking to say, "Well, well, at this at this juncture, the hat that I wear, I'm not a Christian," because we are, we should always be carrying Christ, no matter where we go. Even if we don't say that we're Christian, our lives should preach that we're Christian. No one should be able to look at a certain parts of our life, be in a certain part of our life, and be surprised that we're Christ, that we that we call ourselves Christian, that that we're surprised that that we believe in Christ. Because we should always be seeking to be Christ, to be chasing after Christ, to be Christ-like. Because we are, we are always Christians. Because we're saying that we're of Christ. Another example, a more more for those that are not married that may not relate to the marriage thing. So let's go with this. I'm I'm praying. I'm hoping that my podcast reaches beyond America. So let's say whatever nation you're from, whatever, wherever you call, whatever your nationality is, wherever you are a citizen of, wherever your citizenship is found. So for me, I am American. To some, they may be, they may be, uh, they may live in the UK. They may be British, and some they may live uh, in in uh, Uganda. Uh, and so wherever they are, that where they're from, wherever they they claim citizenship. That is where they're, that's, that's, they, we had the Can-American, Great Britain, uh, 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 uh Great Britain, uh, 
I don't know how to say that, uh, but yeah. And so that's where that's where you where you're from, and you don't cease being that no matter where you go, whether you're at work, whether you are uh, married, single, whether you are uh, a husband, whether you are a dad, mom, wife, child, uncle, niece. No matter where you go, you continue to be that. No matter no matter what role you're playing at the time, you continue to be. No matter where I go, I am American. Unless I now denounce my citizenship and claim citizenship somewhere else. We are citizens of heaven. We are citizens that, that live as in the body of Christ. And so we will, we should always be seeking to be Christians. It should not be a hat that we take off. It's not something that we should compartmentalize because we're always thinking about this compartmentalization thing and that we're compartment that I'm able to compartmentalize. But we should always be Christ. And a lot of times for the sake of balance, for the sake of balance, for the sake the seeing that we're not a holy roller, quote unquote, or that we're that, that we, we this, just because you're a Christian don't mean that you have to lose your sense of humor. It doesn't mean that you have to lose your sense of fun. Uh, you don't have to lose your sense of sexiness. Uh, you don't have to lose your sense of of of, of, of joy and laughter. It doesn't mean that you even have to lose your sense of uh, of what's the word I'm looking for ambition and any of those things. You can still be in Christ. And have all those things. Now, it's going to take a certain perspective about those things, but you should always be seeking to be Christ. There should be never a case uh, or a place where you should separate your Christianity. That's just that's just what it is. Like, there's nowhere I go where I'm not a Christian. But... That also requires us to now read like Paul and say that I'm I'm commanding my body because it is it is it has become socially acceptable to hide that part of you because everyone may not be accepting of it. And it, it has become socially acceptable to hide that part because it may be offense to others. Now, if where I'm from is now offensive to you. The challenge is not with me. It is now where I claim citizenship is offensive to you. The challenge is not with me. It's with you. And now you have a certain prejudice because I'm saying that I'm, I'm from. Now, now there are going to be some things where maybe you have encountered people from my country. Now, people that, that share citizenship with my fellow citizens of Christ, in Christ have offended and hurt you and harmed you. Now, I now must reconcile and we must deal with that. But just at the mere, the, not the fact that someone from my, 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 my country has hurt you, but you have a challenge with me being from that and I cannot change that, nor do I wish to. I can feel bad I can have empathy and sympathy for how one of my fellow citizens has treated you, but it, I cannot, I cannot no longer take off this hat. I cannot deny that. And how do we know that we're always supposed to wear this, this Christ hat? How do we, how do we know that we're all, we're always supposed to be seeking to be like Christ and not? And not put it on like a hat that we wear. And I'm going to send you to, we're going to go to Colossians 3 and 23. 
and it's, it's a scripture that we we've heard before. If you've been in church, if you haven't been in church, this is uh, Corinthians. I mean, not Corinthians, Colossians, chapter three, and it says, "And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord, unto men." And we we'll go to twenty-four, knowing that the that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. I think I should continue to verse 25. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for wrong which he hath done. And there is no respect for persons. But I want to go back to 23 and 24. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord, not unto men, knowing that the that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ. No matter what you're doing, you should be doing it as unto Christ. Doesn't no matter where you're serving, you should be doing it as unto Christ. If you're doing everything as unto Christ, there is no room to take off your Christ. There's no room to take off your Christianity. And and so the best way to say it is that we, because I love to, to compare it to the relationship of marriage. Uh, if you want to know more about that, please check out the book, The Becoming, uh, Helping the Christian Disciple Gain a Practical Perspective of the Relationship with Christ. That is on Amazon.com. The Becoming. This is I wrote this book before I knew that uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama was going to write the book Becoming, and uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I was not trying to steal her title, but uh, but yeah, I wrote that and I was published in 2017. But please check it out. But I, 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 there's a comparison that Paul makes about marriage being similar to our relationship with Christ, and so if you want to make it similar, even when I want to take off. Or you want to take off your spouse hat where you don't, it's not that you're, you're not happy to be married, but sometimes you want to be seen as more than just a wife or more than just a husband. Okay, that's what I'm, what I'm saying. Even if I take off my wedding band, I don't cease to be a husband to Tisha Brown. Even if she takes off her wedding band, she doesn't cease to be my wife. Now, there is a choice, but what, what I'm saying is that no matter what, that, that, that somewhere she's still that. I'm still that. I'm still, I still, no matter how distant or far from her I get, I'm still expected. No matter how frustrated I get, no matter, no matter what setting I'm in, I'm still expected to carry myself as a husband. But not just a husband, but her husband. Living in relationship with her and living in, 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 in unison with her, even when she's not present. Now, I understand that we want to have balance. And you can have balance in Christ. But it should not be at detriment to your relationship with Christ. You should not have to, to hide or deny your relationship with Christ. To be able to function in certain atmospheres. This, 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 the reality of it is that now I work in HR. Okay. And so there's certain things that I have to understand. But the, my, my, my Christian character should not have to be denied because of where I work. 
In fact, my Christian character should should amplify my integrity where I work. My Christian character should amplify the way that I consider how I talk when I'm at work. My Christian character should amplify how I consider how I deal with people at work. It should, where I work should not take away from who I am as a Christian. You being a parent should not take away for, from who you are as a Christian. You being a husband and wife should not take away from who you are as a Christian. You being a friend should not take away from who you are as a Christian. Let me get this, because we understand that drinking in itself is not a sin. But if your drinking takes away from who you are as a Christian, it now has become interference. It has now inter, inter, uh, intercepted who you, your relationship with Christ. And so then if it be, now becomes an interruption and it, it keeps you from being able to, to serve and, and to function as if it is unto Christ, then you must consider whether it's good for your relationship. Same way as if I am in a, I'm in a committed relationship with my wife and something I'm doing is interfering with my ability to be in a committed relationship with my wife, I have to consider what's more important. Is my relationship with, with my wife more important or my relationship with this thing? Whether it is whether it's a relationship with pornography, whether it's a relationship with my, my friends, whether it's a relationship with drinking, whether it's a relationship with, with drugs, whether it's a relationship with my job, whether it's a relationship with my, uh, uh, with, with my family, what is going to interfere? What is intercepting my ability to live in in unison, and in my in being true to my relationship and my marriage to my wife? And we have to consider that as it pertains to our relationship with Christ. You should not be able to take this hat off. I know what they told you, and. We can we can have the conversation. We can argue about it. We can have the, we can have this conversation. But your Christian, your, your relationship with Christ should cause you to want to live better in those areas. And if it requires you taking that hat off, you should consider whether it's healthy for your relationship with Christ. Because. The idea, the idea is that we are such good citizens in, our, in Christ, in Christendom, that our lives testify to those that are not citizens of, of heaven, that are not citizens of, of Christ. That they would turn to see, oh yes, Holy Spirit, thank you. That they would turn to see, how is this person, how is this this body of believers able to consider all the things they deal with, but still live in integrity to their confession, to their relationship with Christ? Now, using turn to see, in chapter 3 of Exodus, it talks about Moses, and it talks, talks about the bush that's on fire but it's not consumed. Now, what I want you to know is that fire will consume the impurities. But this is the other thing is that that the integrity of the bush is not interrupted or disturbed by the fire. The presence of the fire does not disturb the integrity of the bush. 
And it, it this happens in such a way that it causes Moses to turn and see how is this bush on fire but it's not being consumed. It's living in this world, but not, not necessarily living by the principles of this world. By the principles of the world, when a bush is on fire, it should be consumed. But because it's living on heaven's principles, when it, the, the fire comes and it's not consumed, a person must turn to see how is this happening. Now, this is not a, a, a poster board for telling you that you should just endure, endure, endure suffering that can be prevented or helped or healed. So if you're suffering in depression or you're suffering in, with anxiety, you're suffering from these different things or you're suffering in an abusive relationship or you're suffering, whether it's physically, mentally, emotional uh, or spiritual, whatever it is, I want you to get help. So I don't want you to send the signs that, that that's your fire that you're not being consumed by. But the other side of it is, while you get help, what you may realize is that some of the things that you've endured should have killed you. But your Christian principles help you from being killed. But it does not mean that you do not need help. That you do not need to go speak. I'm telling I don't know who this is for. Someone told you that you're in a, a abusive relationship with it. And I do not want to limit this to this abusive relationship to marriage. Or to romantic relationship. Some of you are in abusive friendships. Maybe not physically. Some of you are in abusive relationships at, at the place that you call home church. Some people are in abusive relationships with their parents or vice versa. And God is letting you know that it's okay to run away from that. Just like Joseph in, in, in the book of Genesis where he has to flee temptation. And this one is a sexual temptation. He's being what we would call kind of sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, if you actually understand the, the definition of sexual assault. He's being sexually assaulted. Because this is not a welcomed feeling. But he had, but the other, it, it's weird because it's, it's this, this, this weird feeling because he's attracted to this. It seems as if he's attracted to the woman and that it's going to be hard for him to resist for very much longer. But he runs to escape the temptation. Okay. What I'm telling you is that it's taking everything in you to to avoid the temptation of lashing out. It's taking everything in you to avoid and you need to escape. And don't let anyone make you feel that the Christian posture is to stay and get abused. Unless God ordains that abuse. And what I mean is that he ordained. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He ordained Christ's abuse. But that was for a purpose. The purpose is that he may that he may endure the the penalty of our sin. So that way we could be redeemed from our sin. And so don't let others speak into your life that that, that something that God has not told you. And I'm willing to bet that you should not be beat to your death. So leave. You should not be beat to your mental strain. So leave. And so this that's not what I'm saying when I'm saying that 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 the bush the, the bush is being 
is on fire, but it's not consumed. And I put this up there as a husband of a, as a, as a husband of a therapist, as a person that works uh, in a place that, that specializes in mental health. This is not a soapbox for not seeking help when you when you need it. That's not what this is about. But back to the point at hand is that people on the outside, you should live a life of integrity to the point to where people on the outside see that you that you're on fire. What I mean by that is that they see what the principles of this world are. And they see that you're not living by the principles of this world because you're not of this world. They see what the principles of this nation is, but you're not living by the principles of this nation, but you're living by the principles of Christ. And they turn to see that you are on fire. You're in a place where it's, at, where it's normal for bushes to catch on fire. It's not abnormal for bushes to catch on fire in the desert because of the dryness of it. But you're not consumed by that fire. You're not consumed by the principles of this world because you're not living by the principles of this world. You're living by the principles of heaven, of Christ. But they can never turn to see why this is happening if you don't live in integrity. And you have to live in Christian integrity and it has to be consistent and constant. It has to be consistent in every place that you go. That's why in everything we do, we do it as the Christ. But that's also why we, we beat up our own flesh. That's why we beat up our own flesh. That we command our own body to adhere to the principles of Christ. But if you are viewing your Christianity as a hat that you can take off, as a wedding band that you can take off, and it means that you're no longer married to Christ, that you're no longer a citizen of Christ, and that's what you're looking for, you may not truly have a relationship or you may not have a true understanding of what this walk should be. But we do not need to take this hat off. And I understand balance. I do. I really do. I, I do realize that it's okay to, to joke around sometimes. I do realize that it's okay to, to, to play sports and, 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 and have engaging debates. Listen, me and some of my, my, my brothers in Christ, even some of my sisters in Christ, we have engaging debates that, have, that has nothing to do with Christ or the church. It could be about Kobe, Jordan, LeBron. It could be the Cowboys, the Falcons, the Patriots. As you know, sports is a Tennessee. It could be about Jeopardy questions. It could be about history. It could be about anything. And that's okay. We, we, we could be talking about fashion. And that's okay. We're not saying that because you're of, 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 of Christ, that everything, all your speech has to be Christ, Christ, Christ. <laughs> but 
you shouldn't have to take put Christ away to talk about other things. I don't have to put Christ away when I talk about sports. I don't. Here it goes because this is this is the thing. I don't have to uh, put Christ away when I talk about sex. Never forgetting that this is something that was created by God. I don't have to throw it away. But where I may have to throw my, or where I may have to put Christ to the side, if I'm living in a in a in a place that is opposite of what my confession is, and I'm not acknowledging that it's the opposite of my confession. Now you may do something that's the opposite of your confession, but you have to acknowledge it. Like, yeah, I know that wasn't Christ-like, and I have to deal with that, and I have to face it. Now that doesn't mean that we should say, man, I'm putting down my religion. You about to make me lose my religion? That's not what I'm talking about. But we should always be seeking to serve Christ. We should always be seeking to serve God. Because we are servants of Christ. We are bond servants. We have been freed from the, the, the shackles of sin. And we now go and make us ourselves a slave to righteousness. And we don't like that word. But, but we are slaves to righteousness. That means that we are obligated to righteousness. We are obligated to Christ. Where we, we were living as if we were, ob we were obligated to sin. We were obligated to the carnal world. But someone is going to be changed. And somebody is going to turn to see how you live in integrity. In the face of all the turmoil that you face. How are you living integrity in this, this job that seems like it's stressful every day? Because we always go to the extremes. How are you living integrity when you have deadlines to meet and you feel like you don't have there's not enough time, but somehow you're keeping your head above water? And then some. How are you living integrity? Because I, I I have this in my heart. Uh, when you're going on, uh, for, for you actors and actresses, uh, when you're going on uh, auditions and they keep on saying, you know, how are you living in integrity even then? When you know that you're a better actress, a better actor than the person that they chose. How are you living in integrity? Because it don't have to be the extreme. It doesn't have to be that you're going through depression. No, that's not what I'm asking you to do. It doesn't mean that you have to, you're going through a, a, uh, a terrible divorce because we always go to those extremes. But how do you... How do you live in integrity when you know that you would, you would do the promotion? You would know you would do the raise. You know that, that, that it was your turn to get that award. How do you live in integrity then? We have to stop using these extreme examples because those extreme examples push people to feel like in order to be a Christian that they have to endure what none of us would endure and we, that they have to endure something that Christ is not telling them to endure. Job's wife now says, do you still have your integrity after everything has happened? She says, curse God and die. She wasn't asking him to go get help. She was saying, go against your core belief. Go against your core belief and die. 
and I, I have I have a special place in my heart for Joe's wife because she wasn't saying that out of disregard for God. She was saying that because she was she was hurt by seeing her husband, her boo thing, suffering. And so I said all this to say, I'm saying all this to say is that we, I guess the best way to say is that we have to live in integrity. I guess the best way to say it is that we can't take off the hat. We are always Christians. We're always serving Christ. We're always seeking to produce Christ in everything we do. Beloved, we must always be living for Christ because we are of Christ. We are living in Christ. No matter what we do, that should be. No matter what role we're playing, whether it's supervisor, whether it's friend, whether it's son, daughter, whether it's uh, CEO, CEO, CFO, whether it is director, whether it is husband, uh, wife, whether it is father, mother, whether it is pastor, minister, councilman, Greek affiliate, affiliation, we should always be wearing Christ. And we must consider if there are places where we must put our Christ aside whether we still need to be involved in those things. And this is the principle that goes to a lot of things. If there's an instance where you have to put your husbandry aside, where you're, if you're a husband, if you have to put your marriage aside, you should question whether, you're in, whether you should be involved in those things. And I'm not talking about, hey, uh, today I'm not going to be... Because a lot of times when, when, when I hear... Wives say, hey, I just I don't want to be a wife today. I just want to hang out with the girls. They're not talking about going out and, and, and sleeping with other, uh, other men or people that are not their spouse. They're talking about, I just, I, I just want to have, I, wanna, I want to hang out with the girls, laugh, joke, and then go home to my husband or go home to my spouse. What they're saying is that, hey, I'm not, I don't want to do the, I want to keep the integrity of my marriage, but I don't want to do some of the, the things that come with my, the role in my marriage today for this moment. And that may be, hey, I'm cooking. And I can go on either end. Uh, hey, I'm, uh, I am about to, I have to make sure that I, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, my, 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 my push-up bra is working and, uh, my, my girdle is tight because I have, to, I have to arouse this person or I have to make sure that my beard is good and my, 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 tape, my tape line is good because I'm, I'm going to arouse this person because of, of our sexual desire for each other. Today, I just, I want, I want to just wear sweats. Today, I just, I just want to just sit in the, in the room and, and <laughs> eat some ice cream and watch some Netflix. And that's okay. Christ 
Christ doesn't mind you having fun. He doesn't mind you joking. He doesn't mind you talking about sports or the soap opera or, or scandal or I know that's the old show. So whatever whatever's on TV these days, uh, blackish or uh, um, you get the point. But you should not go against the sanctity of your relationship with Christ. You shouldn't have to do that to do that. And that's not balance. That's choosing something or someone over your relationship with Christ. I pray that this has been a blessing. I, I, I want to, to, to speak to each one of you as we get ready to go into the season of Advent, as we get ready to go into this, this being the last episode of this year's, this year for the Barnaby Speaks podcast, I want to challenge you, I want to charge you to consider your relationship with Christ. I want to charge you, I want to challenge you to consider the things that are interfering with your relationship with Christ or intercepting your commitment to your relationship with Christ. You shouldn't have to take those hats off. You should, you should not be able to take off that you should not have to deny your integrity to, to live in the certain areas of your life. And so I want you to consider that. Uh, one of my favorite uh, scriptures is that you consider your ways. That you would consider your ways. that you if you go into Haggai uh, chapter 1 verse 7 you'll see the, the Lord saying consider your ways and I want you to consider your ways as it pertains to your relationship with Christ God, this, is a, this is a podcast about encouragement and empowerment too it seems like you always consistently talk about faith those intertwined for me And I'm encouraging you to evaluate your relationship with Christ. Evaluate the, the hats that you wear. Evaluate the places you go, you go, both physically, but also emotionally and mentally. Evaluate the way that you speak. Evaluate the thing that you, in, that you take in. And are those keeping you from living a Christian life of integrity? Evaluate the jokes you tell. I just, I just want you to consider your ways. And I will consider my ways too during this break. I will consider how I can be, live in better integrity with Christ, in Christ rather. I will consider that. And I'm challenging you to do the same. I love each and every one of you. I am blessed to have each each of you as listeners uh, and those that have been assigned to my voice as it pertains to this podcast. I do not take it for granted. During my, my, my break, I will be praying for each and every last one of you, whether I know your name or I don't. I am blessed to have you in my life uh, as, as, as followers of the podcast, as uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm blessed to have that, and I'm grateful for that. As we get ready to go on the break, I want you to take some time for yourself too. Uh, uh, 
Take some time to just kind of pour into yourself or let God pour into you rather. Uh, we are definitely working on some things as it relates to the show, this, 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 this podcast. We definitely want to take this to video mode. Uh, we're definitely looking at a Barnabas Speaks or the Barnabas Project website uh, and really looking at that. Uh, so we are in the midst of working on things. I told you uh, that we are on four different platforms as it pertains to podcasting. We are on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And that is directly a result of your support. And I want to make sure that there are different avenues for everyone to be able to Able, everyone to be able to get this podcast because I believe it is a blessing uh, for those that are looking to contact me uh, I'll say this again I can be reached at, at on, on Instagram Twitter and Facebook at Cloyd Brown my name is C-L-O-Y-E-D Brown uh, Instagram at Cloyd Brown Twitter at Cloyd Brown and of course on Facebook it's just Cloyd Brown if you do not have social media but you are listening to podcasts you can, re- you can email me at Cloyd dot s dot brown at gmail.com cloyd dot s dot brown at gmail.com and uh, we, we I look forward to you if you are looking to be a, a blessing financially and want to support the ministry want to support the want to support uh, the Barnabas Project and want to support the the podcast and just improving whether it's better better equipment whether it is uh us being able to do outreach and things of that nature I would ask that you would uh, if that is what's laid on your heart and you're trying to find a way to support uh, you can cash at me at money sign Cloyd Brown money sign Cloyd Brown this is if you've been listening for a while you know I've I've never done that I just feel led to do it uh, and if you if you if you can give that's great if you can't that's great too but if you want to find a way if you do not have a you don't you're not in a place or you don't feel led to financially support i ask that you would consider rating ranking us and liking us and subscribing on on itunes podcast so that way we can become more visible share the podcast snippets follow me on on social media and i'm blessed to have each and one each and every last one of you god bless you god love you and remember never let your independence rob you from your dependence on god until next time god bless you